0: everybody. I want to welcome you back to Talking Softball with Coach B. It's hard to believe that we're already in the month of September and, uh, you know, we've gotten through tryout season for the most part and, and now teams are actually getting back out on the field and practicing and some are starting to play already. Another exciting time, another season getting started. Lots of changes and teams that have had to add new players or Even teams that have changed organizations, I know in our group, we've picked up a couple of teams that have have joined us, and we're excited to see them on the field, but obviously everybody is getting back into softball mode, but we have to understand that our athletes, especially our young players, and I do hitting lessons, and I hit with some of our uh, younger players last night, and... uh, You know, I just see how tired they are. They're back in school, back into the routine of school, which is a major change for them. And for a lot of them, you know, they've transitioned into middle school or junior high athletics. So they're engaging in other sports other than just softball it makes for a really tough time it makes for a really tough time on the players their bodies and mentally it makes for a tough schedule for moms and dad having to make sure that they can juggle every player's schedule and get them where they need to be for practice or games so it's a busy time what i want to really kind of talk about today is understanding how we take care of ourselves from an athlete's perspective, but also as coaches and parents, what we need to probably be doing to make sure that we ensure that our players are staying healthy, making sure that they can handle their schedule and all of their responsibilities. and. You know, we talk a lot about multi-sport athletes and we encourage multi-sport athletes, right? We want to allow them the ability or the opportunity to improve their abilities athletically. So being a multi-sport athlete is important for those young players, but we really need to make sure that we're taking our time with it, allowing the transition to happen, giving them that window of time that we need so i'm going to talk about coaches first you know what i think our responsibility in this is i'll talk from my perspective and it's a little bit different because i coach an 18u team but we shut down you know we got done in indianapolis at the alliance championship and we shut down and we gave our players a good three or four weeks off just to kind of rest recoup and get ready for their transition back into the game and back into school and i think as coaches it's important that we do that you know we started practice this last sunday we had our first team workout and we'll have team workouts now up until we start playing in october and that's what i really want to talk about is coaches What is your schedule? What are you trying to do with your schedule? I see a lot of teams jumping right back out on the field and playing, you know, they're playing now in early September and I'm like, man, if we're gonna play September, October, November, then we're gonna give them December, January, February off and those younger teams are back on the field in March and most of them are on the field from March until July. That's a long schedule. And I think as coaches, we need to make sure that we're not just working in the now. You know, oh my, we've got a tournament coming up in three weeks. We've got to be ready for that event. Now, I think what we have to do is we have to look at this in segments, right? We have to identify our segments and make sure that we are building up throughout and also giving our athletes an opportunity To have recovery time you know i was talking with some friends of mine at alliance and they coach in northern states and they were talking to me about man you guys down in texas you get to play all the time and you know it's got to be great that you can be out on the field all the time and i'm like yeah it's good but there's also some negative to it you know i think some of those northern programs can have a little bit of an advantage Because they can actually have their season. Then they have a true off-season. You know, the weather doesn't allow them to be outside. So they can have three months where their athletes are just training. And, you know, the older players, then they get into high school. And then they can transition into their summer season. But even the younger players are able to get a window of time where they can recover. And I think that's critical for us as coaches is, what are we doing? How are we setting up our schedule right now? You know, if we started practicing in August and we have four to six weeks before our first event, how are we building up to that event? And understanding that even early in the fall, we may not be where we want to be late in the fall. You know, I used to do this as a college coach. You know, we'd set our calendar and we'd sit down and we would look at it and say, okay, we have this amount of time for individual workouts. We have this amount of time for team practice. We have competition in there. And then we go back into our individuals. Okay, so we don't expect them to come out on day one and be the best player they can be. We have to give them transition time. I look in the eyes of these young ladies that I'm hitting with, and they're tired, not so much physically tired as they're just mentally tired. Well, we know if someone's mentally tired, well, then their performance physically is going to be affected. Fortunately for us right now, the weather's starting to cool off. Thank you. It was a long, hot summer, and these kids really got drained and worn out. So they're going to need some recovery time from that. They're transitioning back into a school schedule. You know, I was talking with one young lady last night, and she gets up and goes to cross-country practice every morning at 6 30 and then she goes to school and then you know she tries to do lessons or practices at night depending on what her schedule is that's a lot that's a lot when you're 11 years old that that's a lot for us as adults but for an 11 year old That's a lot. That's a lot of mental fatigue and physical fatigue. So I was talking to her mom and dad after her lesson and they said, yeah, we've started shutting her down. You know, after her lesson last Tuesday, she went to her cross country practice and that was all we did the rest of the week. We told her we didn't want her doing anything else because we wanted her to have recovery time and I think that's important coaches that's why I say we set our schedule knowing that we are going to progress through the season hopefully by the end of the fall we're playing really good softball then we go into the off season build from there to get ready for the next season but the idea of We're going to practice this weekend, and then we're going to play next weekend? That's probably not in the best interests of our athletes. And I was talking with some college coach friends of mine, and they were talking about, yeah, you know, you select coaches, you've got to do a better job of teaching the game and developing these players so they're ready when they come to us. And, you know, we were having that conversation. Finally, I said, well, there's a major difference between what I do now and what you do. You're going to have those athletes every day. You're going to be able to work with them every day developmentally to work up and progress in your program. I might get them one night a week and on the weekend for one day. Well, that doesn't give us the same amount of developmental time that you have as a college coach. So we do what we can, but we also have to do what we need to do for our team to be prepared when we take the field to compete. So again, coaches, make sure that we're setting a schedule and understanding where are we going to be putting our emphasis on development as we progress into competition what are our expectations going to be there and how do we continue to develop and then what are we going to do progressively with that schedule to move toward being the best we need to be when our team takes the field which for most of us that's at the end of the fall younger team coaches it's difficult because you start playing a lot earlier than we do at the 18u level There are some 18U tournaments in September, but we're just not playing in them. We're taking the month of September to be developmental, to put our team together, really understand our team concepts. And then when we start playing in October, you know, we're going to play six events in October and November, and hopefully we're going to be prepared to play our best softball at that time. Parents, I think you really have to talk to your daughters about their schedule talk to them about are they mentally fatigued are they physically fatigued look for the signs of it are they lethargic you know are their eating patterns changing are their sleeping patterns changing you know are we allowing them time to do everything they need to do I mean, not only are they in school during the day, but they have homework at night. So if we're going straight from school to lessons or practice or whatever it may be, when does she have time to do her homework and do quality homework, right? To really understand the concepts that she needs to learn to be successful in the classroom. And then where do we allocate our time and how much time do we take out of that schedule to allocate for athletics is she going to be involved in another sport if she is great but she's going to have to take time to be involved in that sport and then as a softball player there still has to be an amount of developmental time there for her skills to continue to develop okay so as parents i think it's really important that we talk to our athletes. Talk to our daughters and say, how are you doing? Are you doing okay with this schedule? Can you handle this? You know, maybe it's, hey, we're gonna take this weekend off. We're just gonna chill and relax. We're gonna let you be a kid. Because I think that's important. We get so gung-ho and we get so wrapped up in all of these activities that we forget that we're dealing with, you know, potentially 8-year-olds through 18-year-olds. And, you know, it's difficult. You know, at my level, it's difficult. You know, this past summer, we played a very tight schedule and we played seven straight weekends, and that was probably a mistake, you know, because we didn't work time in there for those players to have some time off. So we've adjusted our schedule. We're going to work in some off time into that schedule. And I think we can still be competitive. And I think we can still meet all of the needs on the field and in the recruiting process that we need to meet. So coaches and parents, we really need to be observant of our players and our daughters and make sure that they're not showing signs of mental and physical fatigue. And then as an athlete... And this is difficult because our athletes want to please their coaches and they want to please their parents. So they're going to go, go, go. They want to go, go, go. They don't know what their limits are, especially the younger players. The older players are starting to learn what those are, but the younger players don't understand what their limits are. So you know, I think as athletes, we need to make sure that we're doing a good job of keeping everything in balance, right? If I have a 6.30 workout in the morning and then I have school all day, I'm still gonna have to figure out where homework falls in, and then what can I do for athletic skill development? Well, if it's a practice that night, then I'm probably not doing a lesson. Or if there is downtime where I can work my lessons in and work that individual development, then I need to do that. But again, I think everybody coaches, parents, and players need to put it in a schedule and say, okay, you know, this is our preseason, this is an in season, and this is postseason. And we have to look at it and say, How do those overlap? Because I might be in season with a school sport here, but I'm in my off season for softball. Well, there still has to be a way to balance that together. Then as I transition into my softball season, well, I might be just wrapping up the high school season or I might continue with a high school sport or junior high sport. There has to be a way to figure it out and work it all in to that schedule, and then what are we going to do in the postseason, and how are we best going to take advantage of that time that we have, which right now, you know, we're in our fall season, we're in our preseason most of the time, for most of us, some are getting closer to playing, so then they're playing season, well then, around Thanksgiving time, we're going to go into postseason developmental time, and what are we going to do or how are we going to use that schedule from Thanksgiving through the first of the next year? Because when we get back into school in January, and obviously we get back into school sports, we start planning and training, moving into spring season for the younger teams, and then Summer season's right around the corner, you know. It's crazy how fast everything's moving right now, you know. I feel like we were just in Colorado at the 4th of July, and now we're in September getting ready for the start of, of the fall season. So everyone has a busy schedule, I get it, but I think it's really important, and it's really important for young players to learn how to do it at an early age because then as they transition and get older, they will have that model that they can use as they continue to grow and move forward as athletes. So, I just think it's a busy time. You know, I I wanna wish everyone the best of luck. Let's just make sure we're doing everything we possibly can to give our athletes, our daughters, and ourselves the opportunity to be as, as mentally and physically strong and fit is we can be when we're called on in competitions. In whichever sport we're playing, if it's our school sport or if it's our select team, whatever it may be, we know that all of our prep time leads up to quality game time. And that's when we don't wanna be exhausted mentally and physically and not be able to perform at our best. Well, that's it for today. I wanna to thank everyone for listening and I hope you're enjoying Talking Softball with Coach B. I ask you to subscribe through your local podcast provider. You can also follow us on facebook.com slash talking softball. Gives you an opportunity to provide feedback and also provide any questions that you might want us to answer on an upcoming episode. This has been Talking Softball with Coach B, and I want to thank you for listening, and I hope everybody has a great day.